let's just let's the more look the more we say it the less it hurts okay wait let's see what napoleon hold thinks. on okay uh he's right, probably there, right there you but, have it folks um thank you for joining us on this dive into slayer's black album uh seasoning seasoning the abyss fucking a seasons in the abyss damn i'm all twanglified All right, let's get into this shit, because this beer's getting warm, and my, uh, uh-oh. Oh, the uncorking. Now it can start. Whew, strawberry essence. Welcome back, everyone, to the Metal Nerdery Podcast with absolutely zero anesthesia, which is 100% total and complete bullshit. We have the Billiam. That would be me. We have the Russell. Hey there. We have the Wheeler. Hey, and uh, this clinky's clinky of the episode looks a little fancy. This is the goose is loose. The goose, strawberry and lemongrass. Ooh, Grey goose vodka. Fancy. That sounds like something that like it sounds like vegan vodka. You, okay, stop it. No, no. Let, let me explain. It's a weekly like thing. fancy, like <laughs> it's like a vegan boudicu vodka. It's like you know, it's got lemon and wheatgrass and strawberries, and it has gourmet dirt we put in there. We went through a very Rigorous process. It's essence. I don't know why I said it like Look, that. I can use my right shoulder. Yeah, I see that. Yes. Look at that. You ain't old no more, boy. I got a fix. Uh-oh. All right, good. and cheers, Ooh, I gentlemen. Can smell it. Cheers. Yeah. Strawberry. And clinky. Cheers, fellas. Yep, it still tastes like vodka. Holy shit balls. Damn. Pretty good. I have to blame the wife for that. Uh, it's not bad. You and put that in some uh, little soda, a little soda water. It'd be pretty delish. Yeah, maybe. It's not bad. I couldn't do shots of that all day, uh, but that'd be yeah. uh, that'd be decent. But you know what? Ugh. It's a perfect uh, fuck roll into the uh, this episode's beer of the episode, which I think uh, is probably going to pair very well with this episode's clinky of the episode. Take it away, see. Russell. Hey, and oh, thank on. you. Uh-oh. Oh, oh shit. Uh-oh. On. That zombie looks like an old codger. Codger, like an old man. Like, here. Looks like the Crypt Keeper went to the barber and shaved his head. It looks like the Crypt Keeper shaved his head, took a fork, and took out one of his eyeballs, and uh, smokes a lot of meth because his teeth are gone. You're going to remember this, but uh, not too many episodes back, we had a white zombie beer. It's made by the same brewery. Okay. Yeah, so it was a white ale, but this one is a strawberry zombie white ale. And it's almost white. white. It's almost like a white zombie beer. Yeah, kind of. Well, it's got a zombie. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. yeah. Blood bunch. And uh, it comes from us from the Catawba Brewing Company. Is that what that says? Where you Catawba. C a t a w b a. Brewers Association Independent Craft. I see that. I'm Let looking me. right there. Still looking. There it is. Catawba. Uh, Catawba. I guess. C a t a w b a. Brewing Co. Uh, of course, I bought this one because of the album cover. Um, well done, by the way. A little creepy, but well done. It's got a zombie and overalls uh, picking strawberries. Yeah. So, uh, let's give this bad boy a little. Yes. And uh, we'll have a little sip. It's trying to get the noise. I, I didn't get the noise. It kind of tastes like a wheat beer. Like a shock top or something like that, but strawberry instead of orange. Not strong in the strawberry department. 
Not very subtle the in the strawberry yeah. department. Actually, you know what? Had we opened those right after the shots, I bet it would have like boosted the strawberry of could have the other. This one's a five point three alcohol by volume. Um, we can drink like eighteen would, of these. I'm bro. guessing this is a summer, you know, seasonal thing. Summer. from yeah, seasonal. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Give, give it a try. Hills to you, Catalba. Catalba Brewing Company, I guess, is what that says. Pa- and where are they from? That's a great question. Did, did it say? Fuck. Uh, be careful, because. Oh, hold on. I'm gonna read this the other way. Oh, sorry, Bill. I got I got beer everywhere. It don't say. Well, dang old. They're from fucking dang old. Uh, now, Beth. I don't know where they're from, man. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. No, uh, Morgan, Morganton, North Carolina. It looks like. Told you. Catawba Valley Brewing Company, Morganton, North Carolina. Well, by God, hells to you, Catawba. Catawba. Strawberry Catawba. zombie. Yes. And your white zombie. The white zombie, I remember being a good beer, too. I'm going to have to go back and figure out. Do you remember what episode it was? Roughly? Come on, Russell. I'm thinking uh, sometime in the January, February. January, February-ish. Range. We'll have to yeah. go back and review. I don't know when we started chronicling our passage through the Here's yeah, the episode. It's either. been recent-ish. Yeah. Probably like in the last year, which, by the way, we're coming up on our third year. Yeah. And I realize... Um, May. May was when y'all started, right? Uh, May 31th yeah. and or June 1th, basically right around that time. Wow. So, yeah. You so, I mean, are getting old. I mean, and we're still... Damn straight. Look, we've come a long way. We've come from like a nothing podcast to like, I mean, we're right behind Rogan now. It's like yeah. Spotify people won't call us back, but I mean, we're, we're like right there. Yeah, we're close. We're nipping on the heels. I mean, we're, we're right As there. Where, you know, yeah. We're going to have a meeting later, but oh, fucking hey, there's, there's another uh, segment. Oh. I, I got the jingle down to a science. Here we go. I don't know if Bill's still... I, I feel like he's still kind of resistant to Wait, it. I got it right here. I love Goblin Cock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Made if, a butt. I don't know if that is the slogan for the oh, jingle. Okay. Okay. But you know what? It's a great button. <laughs> uh, this is... Um, okay, you ready? <clears throat> here we go. Metal Nerdery, we'll play your shit talk. Oh, See, totally yeah. like gated the shit Yeah, you gated it big time. Yeah. Production, man. I'm trying to, I'm like a human noise gate. I'm trying to make it. Y'all are thinking, can we turn it up so you just don't say anything? Just so someone sent us a um, nice young lady. Her name was Dizzy Gypsy Pinup. Yes, I think I met her at our beloved Johnny's one evening. Really? Uh, Not y'all's Johnny's up here, but Johnny's near me. But yeah, gave her a card. How's how's the uh, photograph there? Just curious. Asking for a friend. Uh, Very nice. Okay. All right. Just checking. I thought it was very nice when I saw her in person. It's also when I looked at her picture. When you throw the word pinup at the end that also that leads to she's, she's got the she's got the look word she's got the look all right well she sent us a link to a band i'm guessing that she either knows or um is a fan of they're a local atlanta uh band hey with a great ATL. name actually american terror fuck yeah that's, that's a real by cool itself and uh, she sent us a link to one of their songs uh, i don't know what it was called i can't remember we're gonna get to that here momentarily uh, end, end of, of America. America. Well, yeah, how, how fitting. Yeah. How fitting. It's on its way. Yeah. 
So, uh, it's on its way. Commies uh, are fucking everywhere. Yep, it's on its way. So, the, the point behind <laughs> this segment is uh, you send oh, yeah. us music of yours or music that you like and want to promote, and we'll play your shit, just yeah. like uh, the jingle said. Yeah. And what we ask our friends out there listening uh, is to review it. Tell us what you think. You can uh, send us a message, email. On the socials, the IG, the Facebook. You can email us at metalnerdery at gmail.com. Or you can even better leave us a voicemail vocal review at 980-666-8182. That was the last part of what you were going to say. I was just speeding along. fucking jumped right in. That's perfect. That's what I wanted. Okay. I was waiting for that. See, sometimes get teamwork. Sometimes getting detang twanglified is better. Yeah. Uh, so this band, I'm sorry, I'm stepping all over you, Russell. No, you're good. Go uh, they are they are from Atlanta. Heavy American punk, terror, heavy punk metal band based out of Atlanta. Uh, they have a new single, "End of America." It's out now. Very fitting. Uh, we did notice as we were reading through this, uh, it was released by David Ellison's EMP. Is that correct? Electromagnetic pulse, I believe that's. <sighs> that's not. I mean, that is what it means, but I don't think it. Uh, Studios in Lawrence. Fucking a man, Lawrenceburg. Oh, right here in Lawrenceburg. They're in Lawrenceburg Studios. That's my hometown, son. It's right down the dang old road. Yeah, the album, which was released by Megadeth bassist David Ellison's EMP label group. Well, how about that? So it's true. EMP. It's a label group. Is, Shall we give it a, a listenage? Why not? Kind of interested about the punky. You know, the metal's got a lot of punky, a.k.a. Uh, undisputed attitude. Is this it? Oh, it's a song off the album. This killer is opener. The Denial, the killer opener. Okay. Yeah, so you want to do that one? Or? Sure. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Started good. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. The other one didn't even appear. The End of America one? Yeah. Well, that was the one we were sent, but that looks good, too. Yeah. Go back to that one. That was cool. <laughs> I was digging it. Denial. Less screechy guitars and more like seven strings. Yeah. Seven string pop punk. Well, damn, was that other song like released before? Or? No, I think that was their new one. So, oh, the brand new one? Yeah. Yeah, this talks about it. Um, where did we find that other one? It was sent the one to she us. Sent. Uh, it was on the YouTubes, I guess. It was no, called, it was on Spotify. Yeah, and it was called. Was oh. it just? It was uh, End of was America. Yeah. Oh, okay. So End of America is a, sing- is a single for yeah. the album that comes out on July the eighth of, of this year. Let's give that one a twenty second, twenty second twanglage or thirty. Seven string pop punk. It's a new. Oh. 
Marilyn Manson. It's even a little more metal than like pop punk. Though. Yeah. Kind of has that Breaking Benjamin groove. Yeah. yeah. I'm not very familiar with them, but I went to their show. And it's yeah, definitely cool. got that pop, poppy, punky kind of thing. Yeah. But with seven strings. Well, it's because he has good vocals. Even. Whenever you throw good, clean vocals in there, yeah, people shit it. all over. It's yeah. like, oh, he sings? Fucking yeah, idiot. Well, I like it. It's got an edge to it. The guitars sound cool. Yeah. 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 It's weird. It's like, it, that's probably like the only kind of pop punk I will I would listen to because it sounds very seven stringy and heavy. And, yeah. And it's from the ATL, so... Oh, wait a minute. The band began as a studio project featuring members of Skid Row. Sugar Ray. Well, dang old, dang old, man. It's a little bit of a super group. Kind of, uh, but, you know, right here in the ATL. Produced by Mike Clink, Guns N' Roses, Megadeth, Metallica. Wow. And ironically, not that far from um, 33rd Floor Inverted Underground Bunker Poon Studio Complex, or excuse me, the IUBP corporate campus funk junkies i've heard of them before fuck junkies funk oh funk sorry with a ph yeah. zero which is yeah. what water is that's well, pretty cool yeah awesome All right, american terror go check them out give us a call tell us what you think tell us if you like it tell us if you don't like it tell us and if you do don't be a douche explain why you do not or do like it yeah just don't man i don't like it Man, I, I think it sucks ass. That's dumb as fuck. I didn't ever like that. Uh, yeah. I think it's dumb because his mom and dad fucked, and they brought him into the world, and he created that band. That's why I think it's dumb. That's just hateful, sir. That's hateful. Keep that to yourself. Hope your babies are born naked. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I saw... <laughs> Uh oh, got him. I got it. <laughs> That's just so fucking ridiculous. It took me a minute because I was kind of like, well, I mean, uh, fuck it. Wait. Uh, oh, fuck it. He got me. Anyway, you got me because it's That's true. whenever I wish something bad on somebody, I, I throw that out there. So. <laughs> I hope your babies are born. Does it ever take them a minute to respond? Or are they always like, oh, yeah? Oh. Usually it's me in my car by myself when somebody cuts me off in traffic. Fuck it up your babies. That's my favorite. I'm not as forgiving. I usually say, you know, I hope you die on the way home, but that's Ooh. not. I know, it's a little heavy. It's, it's a little. I love Goblin Cop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So Tension was, and release. Thank you. I saw the fourth uh, Metal Nerd last Friday night. Did you? Oh, yeah. I saw yeah. Adam. Adam yeah. and Nicole were at uh, the 37 Main. Oh, okay. Yeah. A little yeah. tangentiality well, to the old school. Yeah, there was a few old school people there. Sean Kramer, Mitchell, excuse yeah. me, whatever it is. Sure. Sean was there. Yeah. Uh, but I hadn't seen, and I'd never seen Adam there, I don't think. That was like a... I think they Ubered all the way there from oh, freaking wow. where they live, Loganville or something. Yeah, like Grayson. Grayson, yeah. I think he said they Ubered out there. Sometimes uh, it's worth it. Yeah, they had like a, a night to do something. They decided to go to uh, 37 Main. Our friends were playing. Uh, they're called Sunset Strip. and <laughs> Not the Don Henley cover band? No. Nah. That's Grill, sorry. And uh, I've known this singer of this band for a really long time, JT. Um he used to play in a band when I was in uh, Spitting Crickets, and we'd play shows together back at the Cotton Club. Justin Timberlake? Uh, JT is James Terry. Okay, not James Taylor. Yeah. And uh, anyway, no. And uh, Chuck, he's Chuck got this Carlson. great gig it, or, or idea, and he knows because musicians are very um, 
attention hungry, right? So JT yes. always he makes sure and uh, tags all these people whenever they're playing a show at thirty seven or somewhere like that. All these musicians. Oh, he's one of those people. Well, what he'll do is he'll get you up on stage <laughs> and do a song. Yeah. So like before the end of the night, he's he's got ten to tw- fifteen different musicians circled, you know, around whether it's a drummer. Well, that's at least or cool because at least you get to take part in it. Like that time I got to play with Hot Carlson and got to yeah. play bass on those Tool oh, yeah. songs. That yeah. was rad. Just to go up and okay, I'll do it. Yeah, that was cool. But I, I got up and sang uh, Inner Sandman. But I was uh, a whole rusty, rusty. Yeah, yeah. But it, I think it was okay. But, did you uh, give it some? Ooh, yeah, yeah. I did. Sweet. I did. But it was cool playing uh, the guitar player in uh, in Sunset Strip is uh, we call him Smitty Brian Smith. Dude's freaking genius. I yeah. Mean, God, he's good. I mean, he's real fucking good. And uh, it was it was fun standing up there and watching him shred. And uh, so that was fun. So I got to see Adam and Nicole. But then Saturday. I went to Birmingham, 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 Alabama to see Breaking Benjamin, uh, Seether, and some band called Starset. Never heard of them before. Starset? Yeah. Mm. Um, it was cool because our friends that bought the tickets got like five rows up. And um, I mean, we we're right there. Right. And it was a smaller, like, outdoor amphitheater. You know, it wasn't large at all. Uh, maybe 2,000 people would fit or something like that. Maybe, maybe three. Just you have to show a card? A regular theater. Yeah. COVID card? Uh, no, no COVID. Really? You no. didn't have to show a mm. piece of paper? People forgot your... about that shit, dude. Really? That's, that's so fucking old. The most bad. dangerous plague in the fucking universe? They've already forgotten about yeah. it? How dare they? Yeah. I can't so. believe it anyway. So it was cool. Uh, and not a big fan of all three of the bands that played, but they were good. You know, they they put on a good show. I actually think. Hold on. Here goes the black dog. I think and the Seether other was probably the best of the three. Seether. <laughs> Seether. Um, and, you know, I've seen them a few times by accident. Who, like, Seether? Yeah. Well, MG likes those bands. That's like her stuff, you know. Now, wait. Seether isn't really like a metal band, right? Or no, are they no, kind of more like heavy-ish? Heavy rock. The okay. three bands like played metal. were not metal bands. I wouldn't call Breaking Benjamin a metal band. They're they're heavy alternative rock, I guess, is the best description for them. Um, but the problem with Breaking Benjamin and Chevelle and Three Days Grace. And, I like Chevelle. Yeah, they all sound exactly the same to me. I really? Can't, I can't put one. Okay, well, if we're ever going to do anything, let's, let's do the Chevelle one because I like Chevelle the most and they're the heaviest. Yeah. Uh, but I will say they put on a great show. They're like a heavy tool. And they tool. sounded good. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, mark the time. I mean, yeah. it is uh, it is what it is, Russell. Yeah. So, anyway, I just wanted to share that with you because I know Billiam got to go to the show that I really wanted yeah, to go to. Yeah, Billiam went to Down the other night. Last night. Style. Or two nights ago. Two yeah. nights ago. Yeah. Friday night. And I was going to go, but my OCD uh, virgininess got in the way, so I did not go. Holy shit, it was so fucking badass. Was it? Yeah. It was, how did Phil sound? Was he good? Yeah, I mean, he was... He was on point. On point. Nice. On point. Like, no... The only thing that was weird, you know, the last time I saw Phil, obviously, was Pantera, and it was many moons ago. Yeah, yeah, many. And he was all over the stage fucking crazy. Yeah, he's a little old now. He's a little old now, a little so heavy. it was more yeah. on the... He was standing there, and he was just, you know... Yeah. You know, the fist pump. Groove right? feel. Yeah. 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 I mean, he didn't do it. But I tell you, the metal fans love that motherfucker, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, oh, yeah. He's he royalty. just walks around presence. on the stage. It's presence. And he doesn't have to do anything, and people just go fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's 
uh, he's some kind of he's like Ozzy. Yeah, he is. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, he's man. royalty. Yeah, absolutely royalty. I mean, not, not even just royalty, but even. almost like a like a cathartic positive force, just kind of like the force that he's there. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Like I mean, the fact that he's there, it just make it exudes. Everybody's confidence a, goes up. It's a weird thing to watch, man. When I we mean, went to the meet and greet down in Atlanta yeah. a few months back, um, <laughs> he was outside smoking, and he had his had his little his wife and a few other people standing around him. There weren't any big security guards, or wasn't any, but I mean, there were like fanboys like me standing around going, "Do I go up and talk to him? I don't want to bother him. He's right. on his break, you know. <laughs> Plus, I don't I don't want him to punch it, me in the face, right? And I'm like, Mary Grace, Phil himself is right. He was like ten feet away from us, right there, you know. So yeah. There were a bunch of others just like me standing around doing the yeah. same thing. Yeah. But it is that kind of being in the presence of greatness. But with him, he is a presence. Like somebody um, somebody on IG actually filmed a little bit of, I guess it was Stone the Crow at the show. Yeah, I've got a couple of videos. I just haven't posted them. But I, I, I put it on our story so people can see it. But, you know, it, I think, were you up front, by the way? No. Okay, because I saw like a shaved head. I'm like, it's tall, it's a bald head, it's gotta be Bill. It's no. like I know that's kind of <laughs> as weirdly as weirdly profiling. I realize, and sure, probably maybe somehow it, it can be racist. I don't know. We it we'll find a way to make it racist. The show is so fucking killer, man. No, oh, yeah, how's I mean, the sound? The sound was on point. I yeah, mean, it was it's a good venue. Oh yeah, it's okay. great. I mean, it's the old Buckhead Roxy. Yeah. You know? Oh, so wait a minute. So they just rebranded it. I guess so. Yeah. <sighs> Fucking hey. Well, they moved the they moved the, same the Roxy to the Battery, and now this is called the Buckhead Theater. But right. it but it used to be where the, it's, it's the where same. the Roxy used to be. It's the same. Fucking Coca-Cola. hey, it's yeah. math time. Tell okay, so it's the old Roxy is what the Buckhead Theater yeah. is. Okay, yeah. so the new Buckhead Theater is the old Coca Cola Roxy. Right. Yeah. Okay. The old Buckhead Theater was where you went to watch pornos. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Oh yeah. Did not know that. Yeah. Back in the old early days of Buckhead when we were youngsters and everybody party, they had all the bars and everything. Yeah. There was that th- movie theater. It had like a literal deer head on the sign outside okay. of Buckhead. Yeah. It was a Buckhead theater. Was Lots of natural adhesive all over the chair, all over the floor, natural biological adhesive. Yeah, that's right. California potato chips. That's right. Tell you know down. what? I was going to say, when you've lived somewhere long enough, you'll amass a lot of stuff. Like mm-hmm. DNA. Oh, yeah. You turn on that black light, it's like a planetarium. Just Ugh. saying. Ugh. Just saying. Tommy and I were standing there, and we were like, hey, we've, we've been on that stage. Yeah. Years ago. Good God, years ago. Well, that changes yeah. the perspective entirely, because now yeah. that I know that that's the Roxy, at least now I know where it is, because the other night I was thinking, where the fuck is the bucket? We played there once or twice, I think. I know yeah. we played there with... Uh, at least twice. Yeah. Metamorphosis one time, and I think. Damage. Damage, Yeah. Yeah, Metamorphosis was Stacy from Hallow's Eve's band after he left Hallow's Eve. Mm. That dude was, uh, they were good. I remember Damage was really good too. Damage was awesome. So he did, you know, my shitty memory, but I do remember a couple of things that I think you'll enjoy of the, of the banter. (laughs) So the banter is always the best. That's right. And it wasn't. It wasn't as much as I was hoping. Right. You know, it wasn't enough to give you a little. Yeah. So at one point he said, what do y'all want to (laughs) hear? And all I could hear was, what do you want to hear? Let's see what we can do. Oh, man. And um, let's see. Another one, I believe it was, um, I can't remember the song, 
but at the beginning, um, he was at, he was at, he was he was having everybody clap their hands up high. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, of course everybody was doing it because that's what he said he to, asked asked them them right. to do it. Yeah, and um, and he said something like uh, Black Sabbath style, you know, because everybody's yeah. clapping your hands up. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Awesome. But, I'm but, sad I missed it. But the um, yeah, I mean the opening band, um, El Nino is that is that who? I think so. El, El Nino, Nino, yeah. 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 Yeah, they were good. They were um, not so much my style of music, but the show they put on was fucking killer. Yeah, you know, which is still um, a fair fair assessment. It's like you know, you could still like not like something, but appreciate that. You know what? That's not my cup of tea, but they're pretty fucking good. Aren't yeah, they I mean, kind of like that? Uh, they were absolutely great. Okay, yeah. what sure. music type? They're kind of like trapped. Kind of. What I would say is the not new metal, but current metal, which is the. It's kind of it goes from the death growl. To the singing, like the melodic um, death. But there's metal also kind of? like there's also bass. You know, not just bass drum or bass guitar, right, but the chorus, yeah, right? Shit like and that. it's yeah. um, it yeah. seems like a lot of the newer bands are are doing that style of music, like right. modern yeah. metal. Modern. There you go. Yeah. Modern. Sweet. It was oh. good though. We should have been there. <clears throat> yeah, the, but the, yeah, the bass sound is so fucking good, and every song they played was, I mean, it was dead on, and. The, I mean, I mean, the crowd was singing just about every single song he did. Really? Okay. Oh yeah, it was crazy, man. So yeah. they had a lot of fans there. Oh yeah, for sure. The place was packed. Nice. Did they did they play any? Uh, did, did you, you have to have a card? Um, it was it was weird. I kept going round and round with it. the The email we got said you don't have to have the vaccine or a negative test, but on the Buckhead Theater's website, it did say that. Huh. So I was kind of curious, but they didn't ask us. Yeah. Well, then the Bucket Theater probably needs to update their update website yeah. accordingly. For sure. Because, you know, it's funny. It's like one day I just noticed that suddenly everywhere I would go to eat or get a drink or something, no mask. Suddenly, oh. just out of the fucking blue. I'm like, wow, son of a bitch. It's just so the most deadly fucking plague in that's, all of entire existence. It's just gone. It's just just because of where you're at. Maybe. It depends on where you're at. Maybe because so. yeah, I was somewhere the you other go day. Go up north or out west. Yeah, where they scare or any Jesus state where they're everybody. screechy and embrace communism. You know, eh, it's a little uh, more. You know, but <laughs> even you know, I I still see them. I still see them. But you know, they just want to tell me who they're voting for. That's cool. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Virtue, virtue signaling is cool. All right. Uh, anyway, hail to down because it was a fucking killer show. Yeah, if you yeah. got a chance to go see him, go see him because. Who knows how many how many chances you're going to go get yeah, to see down at this, play. at this point, and that's why and I feel even worse that I didn't go. I so. Yeah, I mean the holy shit, it was fucking killer, man. God, I wish I was. I should have gone, mm. and I could have gone too, but I was all twanglified about all the fucking, you know, dangerous plague in the fucking multiverse. <sighs> shit. I had just, just way too much shit this weekend. Yeah, you were over occupied. You know what? Yeah, yeah, Daughter's yeah. graduation was awesome. You know, good so. deal. Now she's done. Kick Come her out. Back. All right, baby. Empty nest. Come on. Yeah, no, the boy will be there forever. Congrats to her. Yeah. Yeah, congrats. All right, so I got a question for Now the fun shit start. Yes. Um, Hold on, we got a voicemail, bitch. Fuck. Oh, God, mother. Fucking. Sorry, I said fucking, not fucking. All right. And by the way, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, as we uh, referenced in our We'll Play Your Shitta earlier segment you can give us a call at 980-666-8182 
Hey boys, it's uh, the post. your old pal Pissin' Post here. This just popped in my head. Um, <clears throat> you know how you guys, um, the way, the way, 980-666-8182. Maybe you could do something like that for um, the Will Play Jingle. Mm. Just an idea. Anyway, I gotta go be high as fuck. <laughs> it's the pissing post Thank audio you consultation part of the show. Nice. Thank you, sir. That's Absolutely. interesting. I, I might, uh, you know what? I might consider that. Think about it. I'll have to go Kinda. deeper. We'll put your shit down. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we could fucking harmonize. Well, I didn't even think about harmonizing. We missed out on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were, you were saying, oh, wait, do we have any more voicemails? Um, we have uh, a couple of emails. Ooh. So at some point, we'll get into the show about. You know, yeah, about 18 hours in, in. it's yeah. fine. It's cool. Whatever, it's fine. All right. It's the Sabbath, so it's it's fine. Mm. All right, so let's pop yes. up here. So, unfortunately, um, the the email inbox got jacked up. And yeah. Thanks, full Google. Not nonsense. So, I, thanks, uh, Google. I Dicks. found these emails. So, you guys want to? All right. Let's see. This one is from Dylan. It's regarding the Bay Strikes Back tour. That's the subject. Hey guys, I've listened to some thrash growing up, Metallica, Megadeth, but I've never been introduced to a lot of other bands. I'm 28. You're still young, old buddy. Been listening to y'all for a while now and saw the announcement for the Bass Strikes Back tour and somehow convinced my girlfriend to go with me April 22nd. Awesome. Good move, Dylan. Originally from the ATL, but just moved to Dallas. Y'all's album dives and inside the metal shows of Testament, Exodus, and Death Angel have gotten me super pumped for the show. Keep up the debauchery, Dylan. Thank you, Dylan, and hail to you, sir. Awesome. And good job on talking your girlfriend into going. Usually they're like, I don't want to go. It sucks. It's loud boy music. (laughs) But that's cool. Was there another? Yeah, let's see. Uh, The subject is Judas Priest. You going? This is from Soulfly Rolls 2003. Rolls. Rolls. Soulfly Rolls. R U L Z, bro. I I pronounce it Rolls. Rolls. I pronounce it Rolls because I like to think I'm better. Learn to internet. <laughs> What's the internet? <laughs> hey, man. All right. Anyway, Go. hey guys, love the podcast. You mentioned being at a few shows in the past that I've been to, and I was wondering if you're going to Judas Priest on the 25th. Not sure 25th of uh, which month, but that was back in like March or something. I think. Oh shit. Okay. Yes, yeah, is a March email. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, so you're really disappointed that Sabaton was replaced with Queen Strike, but I'm sure Priest will be great. How old were you when you accepted Rob Halford as your savior? <laughs> Jim. Like 11. <laughs> I don't know. I think after I heard like Priest Live and I, I heard him do that shit like live. Yeah. Because when you hear that, he's got that ultra distinctive voice kind of like with Ozzy. It's like you just know that it's him. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And when I saw, and even when I saw him back in on the Painkiller Tour 1990 live, it was like, yep, that fucking dude, man. So I asked him how, you know, if he went, and um, this is what he said. Hey, sorry, hold on, Jim. I was going to read in a different voice, if you don't mind. Maybe, maybe this is you, maybe not. You're going to be, uh, this part of Jim's email is going to be read by the Keymaster. <laughs> hey, I did go. He played a phenomenal set. Many heavy songs I thought they had dropped forever due to Halford's voice. Painkiller, Blood Red Skies, The Sentinel. I was disappointed the Queen Reich opened. When I bought the tickets, Sabaton was a support act. When I was rescheduled, 
when it was rescheduled, they got switched out. Glenn played a few songs during the encore, which was nice to see. Next up for us is crew and Def Leppard at Brave Stadium. Hope you can make it. Brave Stadium? Wait, what is Battery. it? Well, which corporation owns it now? Truist Park. Truist. Okay, so it's a you know shitty bank that owns it now. Killer Park, though. And by shitty bank, let, let me let me just for a moment. It's I don't just need a bank. to. It's just okay. bank, dude. Okay, that's a different podcast, Matt. <laughs> well, okay, when you go to a drive-through bank but and you go to anyway. cash a check, yes, and they don't have cash at the drive-through because you gave them a check. It's because they're a fucking bank. They should be able to cash the fucking check. Yeah, but who gets checks? <laughs> uh, me. Royalties, bro. Oh, there you go. Uh, Eleven minutes to cash one check. Nobody in the, nobody in front, nobody in back. Eleven fucking minutes before they were when they were SunTrust and they had like video fucking teller drive-through things. They could do it in three fucking minutes. Because the tellers have money at the fucking drive-thru. I'm just saying, it's a bank. And only 14 what? minutes to tell that story. <laughs> well, what if, you went to, what if you went to Taco Bell and you went through the drive-thru and they can't just, you know, it's kind of like, okay, well, now i got to go over to the front cash register because we don't have cash here. Uh, because you're delaying my diarrhea. You're delaying my diarrhea. Yeah, but when you got them, like, backed around the bill anyway. Sorry. Right, right, right. Anyway. Sorry. It's okay. I get it. So anyway, uh, sounds like he had a great time at the uh, Priest concert. Thank and, you, uh, Soulfly Rules, two thousand three. Yeah, and then Queen got kind of disappointed. You know what? Hold on, I have to say this, just because of the way <laughs> I had a, a fucking uh, fuck Monty Python moment. Okay, remember the Wizard and Monty Python, the Wizard with the horns and stuff, and he'd like throw lightning bolts and shit. Right. You know? Oh wait, his name was Tim, but that's what I was thinking. I was like, Who are you? I'm so far rules 2003, but some call me Jim. <laughs> Sorry, I was paraphrasing and doing a take on that. All right. Anyway, thank you, Jim, for the voicemail. Not e- the voicemail, the email. email. All right. All right, fucking A. So now we're getting back to Russell's question regarding a certain something. That's right. Regarding the docket. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, what's on the docket? Uh, you know what I'm going to call it? I what? don't know. I'm going to wait till we get into it because I feel like to say this right out of the gate, it's like no lube and it's just going to tear and it's going to be bad. So, uh, probably the f- final, the pinnacle of Slayer from the eighties. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Slayer's Black Album. I, kinda, kinda, I, mean, I was waiting for is. it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> Seasons of the Abyss. I mean, come on. It basically takes all the ingredients from all the albums before and mixes it into a beautiful stew, and it just, it's got all Slayer of Slayer stew. Fuck yeah, that sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. So if it's, you got to put, um, is there not like a hot pepper that's named after Satan yet? We got ghost There's peppers. A, yeah, Diablo. There's a- that's not, no. Why not like a, you know, Beelzebub pepper or Lucifer pepper or... Something more specific. No, season. Don't deny the powers. There it is. Now, seasons in the Abyss. That was the last uh, Sands, the Decade of Aggression, the live album. That was the last studio album to feature the original Mach One lineup of Slayer with Mr. Lombardo behind the drum kit. So it, it was it's a techni- fall album. It was technically 1980, Nin- 90. Sorry. 90. Yeah, but but like we established in the in the priest episode. 
That was the Ruizel. Yeah, technically. Well, no, it was recorded in 1990 as well. Yeah, but but kind of it's, it's sort of like like 1990 is part of the 80s because remember like Y2K. Oh yeah, because no, two thousands part nineteen nineties. So two thousand one's really when you know the uh, new millennium starts. Sorry, Kim a. Astra answered again. It's a. a a a yeah, good day. A. And uh, yeah, what was y'all's initials thought? Oh. Initials thought initial thoughts about seasons in the abyss. I really liked it for sure. Yeah. yeah, when I first bought it and placed it in the CD player. Um, it had everything that I liked about Slayer in it. I mean, there was. That's why it's through Blackout. Right. Well, yeah. Kind of. The production was phenomenal. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I like all the songs. I mean, there's not a bad track on it, just like uh, every other Slayer album. Well, basically. You know, right. well here's what's weird about the production, though. It, it was consistent with Slayer. It was great. You know. Because each of those albums has a different production. Yeah. Like Show No Mercy, Hell Awaits, Rain and Blood, right. South of Heaven, this one. They all have different production, but they're all kind of the same. You know Similar. what I mean? They're, yeah. they're, they're same, but different. Yeah. But this one was kind of like the most well-rounded. Like this one sounded to me like they kind of took Rain and South and kind of mixed them together. And that was the mix for this one. Yeah. Uh, predominantly. I could see that. And... um I, as much as I love South of Heaven, I thought this one was, it felt a little heavier to me. I don't know why. Um, a couple of the songs on it were just kind of reminding me a little bit more of the Rain and Blood kind of um, heaviness. It kind of felt heavier, but it also kind of had that sort of the well-rounded next step. This is what they're supposed to, where they're supposed to be headed kind of thing. Yeah. But, you know, again, like everything else Slayer's ever given me, it... Um, didn't disappoint it was you know immediately great as soon as i played it i was you know in love. happy i didn't yeah. remember it being i thought that the production on south of heaven was like louder and like the sound overall yeah. just the yeah. sonicness of it right i don't know it's so strange because to me it 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 sounds like it sort of got like that but like a little bit of that rain and blood kind of extra aggro to it right yeah, but it is kind of a, it's it's a weirdly subtle difference in mix because they were all produced by Ruben. I think this tour would have been the second time I saw Slayer. I saw him first on the uh, South of Heaven yep. tour, yeah, and then I saw him on this one. And um, you know, the one thing about this one that was very different from all the other ones is the guitar solos were way more melodic. Like they almost had like a more thought out kind of orchestrated, yeah. Instead of like, because usually it's just like sonic insanity and chaos on the solos, but these were seem to be more melodic and it, yeah. It seems like I don't know. I was gonna say it seemed like the songs are a little more put together, but I mean, going back to South of Heaven, they were pretty put together there. Yeah, too, you know, relative just, to you know the first two albums, there there were some hints on this one of, of not necessarily Slayer hits per se, but kind of yeah. yeah you know like if if slayer had hits like slayer's not a hit band but like well all their songs are hits i know but you know what i'm saying they're not like a natural poppy kind of they don't lean that way but it's like this one if if you're gonna say what's the most i guess accessible slayer record of that era era this one probably yeah because this one's kind of got all the goodness yeah i can see that all the delicious slayerness 1990, what would we say, October 9th was the release? Yeah. 
I read something about the filming of the uh, Seasons of the Abyss video. Uh-huh. Apparently, that was like right smack dab in the middle of a whole shit ton of craziness. Like worldwide kind of conflict and strife, sort of insanity and craziness. Like, holy shit. Only Slayer could do something like that. Right. I remember seeing the video for War Ensemble, and we were all waiting for it. You know, this was at this was at the time where Headbangers Ball had been established. You know, oh yeah, we, it, we already expected. Yeah, we would get told that they were going to release the new Slayer video, or you know, and yeah. so I remember we were oh. sitting around waiting for this one. You know, I was like, ah, oh, it's fucking yeah. awesome. Hell yeah, <laughs> that yeah. <laughs> Bill's got a little part highlighted here. SOD did a, a did a song called Seasoning the Obese. In tribute. Which is fucking hilarious. I don't know. Have you seen it? Yeah. Have you seen the album art for the single? I don't I don't know if I have. Oh my god, you gotta look. It's fucking hilarious. Cause it looks just like the Seasons in the Abyss <laughs> cover, but it it looks just exactly not like it also. I mean it looks like totally SOD. Oh, I remember. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that is great. Is there Ronald McDonald over there on the left? Even the font, man. Forks. <laughs> it's like the scorpions black out. Is that hot dog and pizza going into the mouth? That's Have great. you heard it? Because it sounds totally, it sounds so Slayer. It's like. The fact that SOD managed to pull off something that sounds so Slayer, even though it's not Slayer. Yeah, I've heard it. It's been a long time. Absolutely amazing. I've heard it. It was great. Well, you want to get into some fucking music? Fuck yeah. Since we're 45 minutes into the episode. Only only 45? That's all. That's all, man. That's all right. Somewhere, somewhere. (laughs) I guess the dog wants to hear it, too. That was not me. That was Matthew. Although that is the noise I make when I want to hear Slayer. That's a great pickup line. You know, the next time I see a young lady and she looks at me, I'm just going to say, I just wanted to ask you something. I want to hear what your come noise sounds oh, like. Oh, for fuck's sake. That's a, come on, that's a killer turn on, Russell. Or, come I on. I love Goblin Cock. I mean, I could say that too, but she might slap me in the face or she might be into it. I don't know, maybe.
Man. You know the crazy thing, that little part in the chorus? It's like a very positive sounding riff because it's kind of like the whole escalating. It's not yeah. real eerie or weird like Slayer's known for, mm-hmm. but it works. Totally works. It's, it's so, it's like it starts out fast and then you're, oh shit, now it's faster. Yeah. <laughs> and then the drums, now it's even faster than that. That's the yeah. thing. It's got all but the it's little. So, it's so polished at the same time. It's like right. the perfect Slayer casserole. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a good Slayer quiche, really. Yeah. Sorry, it's the food thing, man. I made a taco soup yesterday. It was Hungry. outstanding. Ooh, Hungry that fella. does sound good. Had that for breakfast. <laughs> it was fella. good. <laughs> Here you go. Hungry fella. <laughs> taco soup sounds good. It was delicious. Taco soup? Apparently, it's pretty easy. Yeah. yeah. It's like ground beef, taco seasoning, black beans, rotel. A little rice. Pinto beans. I did do some rice, and oh, I like boy. served it over that, and then I'm yeah. mixing it in. Word. It's fucking delicious. Sour cream, cheese, jalapenos. Chives? Uh, no. Big no. gulps, huh? <laughs> lime soup. Put some limes in there. The big gulps. All right. But nice. thankfully, it did not look blood red. I always like that roof. And that. like a little bit of a kind of a poppiness to it I mean I know Slayer's not a pop band but I mean that's got like a little more kind of hey man it's pretty hooky the I sort of War Ensemble the chorus in that to me is more the chorus is more positive and hooky than anything Slayer's ever done up to that point but and yet they slipped it in so easy and it's still the time. as fucking it doesn't sound yeah. poppy at all so don't use that term Okay. Poppy. <laughs> Pop. Just kidding. I'm sorry, Poppy. Poppy. Hey, I love poppy. you, Poppy. Okay, the next one. The next one I loved when I heard it, and especially that part like right near the end mm-hmm. where it goes into like uh, turbo mode. Not turbo like Priest, but like crazy fast insane mode. Okay. So like we'll give it a little listen and then we'll go back and give a little listen to that changey part. Changey, the spirit black. I mean, change is a word, dude. I heard you say it. It's my word. My word. That's a classic Slayer. Yeah, sound wise. 
I always like that vocal visualization. That's like the most guitar hero with Slayer solo ever. ever. Yeah. Here it is. I don't know why. It's like somewhere I feel like Tony Ogie's just laughing every time he hears that riff. It's so fucking cool. So if you had to guess which Slayer album had the most sales. Out of all their albums of all time? Yeah. Is it this one? I would say Rain and Blood. I would think, well, but yeah, it's kind of deceptive. I would think so, but I also think Rain and Blood's like one of those art pieces that maybe that later. Well, there you go. Sales, I mean, but the Black Album sold more than Master of Puppets. We know that. True. So I'll probably say Seasons of the Abyss probably yeah. sold more uh, than Rain and Blood. It, it did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Based on what I'm seeing, it did. And then Rain and Blood. And then, South of Heaven. Uh, South of Heaven and Divine Intervention okay, are so about the same. Yeah. My uh, prediction slash assertion was correct. Yeah. Seasons of the Abyss is Slayer's Black Album. Thank well, you. Good night. It also has to do with the time. Um, 1990 was the pinnacle the peak, the metal best. Yeah, the, that was basically the, the end of that type, that, that the, era. That was the top of, of the era. mountain. Era. 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 It was the end era. of that era. Era. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely the peak. Because even, even after that, they kind of changed a little bit. Like the Because I mean, Divine Intervention came out in 94, which is their first studio album after that. And it was the yeah. first one with Paul Bostaff. But after a decade it, of it was not the, Yeah, it just wasn't. <laughs> It was wasn't the same Slayer, or after decade of progression. This was before, because okay. that album was that was the tour like for ninety one, ninety two, ninety three, yeah. ninety one. Because I think it started in ninety one, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Next was written about going violence. Yeah, expendable youth. Yeah, fucking expendable. I can go away. They can fuck off. Yeah.
album is pretty, like you were saying, commercial available. Yeah. It's their most accessible. I don't think it was intentional. Uh, no. Ooh, did they did they did they beat Metallica to the Black Album Punch? <gasps> were they more mainstream before Metallica was? This is nowhere near mainstream. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> for Slayer, it is. But, I mean, yeah, for yeah. Slayer, it's this is the one you would play for your grandparents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's a nothing else matters on this album. <laughs> uh, the next one. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> it's about Ed Gein. <laughs> Dude, pretty close. Skinned his mother and wore it. <laughs> hey, man, sometimes nothing else matters. That was me. I'm sorry. A good one. You know what's funny? That's kind of got elements of early groove metal. Yeah. Here and there already, I've noticed in those four, there's like elements sprinkled in where it's like you can kind of hear it's like, ah, that's where you it's You can coming. hear a little bit of that on South Heaven too, I think. There's some yeah, spots. Yeah, yeah. Some, some of the heavier there's some spots grooving kind of spots. Yeah. You're right. But even on Hell Awaits, that like that whole little groove right there yeah. reminded me of Hell Awaits. Yeah. Dun, 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 you know, yeah. Just, yeah the kind of build I guess yeah. in a way Slayer always kind of had, had that. a certain level of yeah. groove and swing in their music so I can, I can kind of see that that's what made them a little bit different they they weren't just fast as fuck yeah. right you know they they knew how uh, to, they knew when to cut time right at, at the right time right all right well, I love the, this one the secret of their heaviness you Is know what's it, funny I like this one I love it but also I don't know why I always, it's one of my favorite songs in the album I mean, I love it, but it's like, it's it's almost kind of like how one was for you. Like you were talking about, you know, one, it's like, yeah, it's great and all, but it's like, I feel like I've heard it a million times. I feel like that's like the one they, for me. I like it when they do stuff like this. Uh, what was the one on uh, South of Heaven? Spill the Blood. Spill the Blood. Spill yeah. the Blood was fucking killer. great. Yeah. I think this one's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's kind of it's 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 got the same it's vibe. It's not Spill the Blood, but it's good. No. It's kind of got the same vibe. And it's about Ed Gein. It's got the ultra creepy part. You know what's funny? I thought at the very end... When you hear the voice, I guess it's it sounds like a child, but I guess it's supposed to be like a female saying Mr. Gein. I used to think it was Mr. King, like Carrie King. Right. And I was like, that's fucking creepy as shit. Because I didn't even know the whole backstory about Ed Gein and like his, what he did. Yeah. But all horror movies were based off him, it seems like. Well, I mean, yeah. Texas Psycho was based yeah. off him. Psycho, Psycho was completely based, based yeah. off that. Yeah. But I always thought it was Mr. King, and I was like, man, Carrie King must be a scary fucking dude, man. He is. And then when I found out it was, Mr. Gein, Mr. Gein, <laughs> come on, Mr. Gein. Yeah, it's creepy. Mr. Gein. It's kind of creepy. Let me out now. That's creepy. Yeah, I like this riff a lot, too. That, that's fucking creepy. This is good old-fashioned creepy slayer. Yeah. I'll wait for you to come. Mark the time. 
That is creepy as fuck. I thought he screamed that. Even that's fucking creepy. He did it live. He screamed it. Oh, yeah. I must be thinking Decade. Is this on Decade? Yes. Okay. I like how that riff builds. This is back to that Hello Waits kind of groovy Energy kind of, yeah, I get it. I kind of get that. This, this song is just pure creepy. I mean, it's really all the way front to back creepy. Even the double bass is creepy. It's funny, that riff has a Sabbath feel to me somehow. Guitar Hero solo. This is easily the most melodic album. For their leads, for sure. But kind of for all of it. I mean, even the riff is melodic. Yeah. It's like it's melodic and then it has that little... Like when they're playing it just to give it enough little stank, but it's like, I mean, again, I guess, you know what I love about this show, you guys, is I feel like we always work out, there's one somehow critical issue that we always work out, or like a conundrum that we work out, we work through, and we, it's like therapy. Therapy. You know, and I don't think, and I don't think you guys would ever accept that, no, Matt, that's not Slayer's Black Album, but I feel like the more we go through it, you're kind of like... Yeah, that's kind of Slayer's Black Album. Well, I understand the <laughs> s- sentiment. And it came out the same year. and or uh, A year right, before. A year before, but So still. Slayer did it first. <laughs> okay. But this the pinnacle. Is, of course they did. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's it's they, just ironic. It took them bla- a month to record it where the Black Album was like a year, I think, I know, in the studio. But, <laughs> but they're also Slayer and they, right. you know. Yes. And to be fair, they also, uh, it was another solid four years before their next studio album came out because yeah. they lost the... Yeah. yeah, so like with the Metallica, they lost a, a bass player and had to get a new bass player. Well, these, these guys lost a drummer, so they had to get a new drummer. Yeah, but then you also had that whole fucking. Uh, I mean, honestly, I know we don't like to admit this. Nobody likes to admit it. Fucking alternative. Uh, uh, Nirvana, Green Day, Allison Chain, Soundgarden. They destroyed heavy metal for things. about three years. For about three years, there was no metal. Uh, yeah. Except for Pantera, that was it. Yeah, that was it. Oh, and uh, I mean, really, 
it just disappeared. The the headbanger's ball disappeared. Then all of a sudden you had 120 minutes or whatever that shit was. Was just Matt Pitfield with 120 minutes. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that. Oh, smashing pumpkins and yeah, uh, it was it. It yeah. was all the alternative stuff. The yeah. stuff that basically became ultimately alternative metal, right. kind of. And uh, I think a lot of that. It, yes, it took Metallica a while to come out with the loads, and it took Slayer a few <laughs> years to come out with the with the uh, Divine and um, the Diablos. Yeah. And then towards the middle, like 95 on, metal kind of came back, you know, yeah. in the yeah. form of new metal, but right. it came back. That's because JB, as he stated, you can't kill the metal. You can't. The I metal mean, will live on. You look at all genres of rock and roll. Motherfucker. Dude, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hey, Bill, like, we did like a duet. That was awesome. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank you for uh, that. The one that has stayed a little weird but forever. <laughs> the one that has stayed forever is metal. And it may come in different forms and different sounds. It's always there. But it's always there. Metal has survived all all the years of disco and new wave and punk and right. it's always been there. And it and it outlasted alternative. I know? was I was thinking that at the at the down show. There yeah. was I was just looking around. Look at all these motherfuckers, man. Yeah. They all got fucking either Pantera shirts on or I mean, you like you name a band, I saw a band shirt there. Right. Bro, know? hell yeah. And it was just like all these motherfuckers like our they people. don't you know. I gotta share with you just a quick little tidbit from our breaking Benjamin concert. Uh can't let note I gotta go piss, so I'll, I'll, <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, this is good. It has to do with Slayer. Um they they played Rain and Blood uh between Seether and Breaking Benjamin. <laughs> and I'd at that point I'd been fairly well served. Sure. And it's having a great time, right? We went with our friends, Dell and Jessica. Dell, you know, he bought the tickets we never would have bought. Now, we paid him back for him, but still, it was like he bought the ones we wouldn't have paid for. Yeah. But they were good, and they were right up front. It was a lot of fun. But um, we're sitting there between bands, and you see they're just finished, and they played a pretty heavy song. I want to say Metallica, maybe Seek and Destroy. Then the next song was Rain of Blood. Wow. And I stood up, and I turned around and looked at the crowd. I go, <laughs> like I just yelled it as loud as I could. MG's hit me, and I'm like, and I'm, and I see one dude jump up, and yeah. do the same thing. And I pointed at him, right. and there was like a few people in the crowd. And we were all doing the the fist bump, and the devil horns, and, nice. and it was kind of fun. I was I was that guy, yeah, but I wasn't over the top that guy. Sure, I had a big smile on my face, and right. I was laughing, but yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, but that was kind of fun, you know. It, you could find your metal comrades out there in the in the in the yeah. crowd, and most of them were there with their girlfriends or wives, of course, yeah. right? To see yeah. the, those bands, and uh, but it was kind of cool. Yeah, Dell and Jessica had a blast. They they are a few years younger than us. So Breaking Benjamin is kind of in their uh, wheelhouse sure. of what they listen to, and, right? Um, and then MG met this friend of hers there smoking hot a girl uh, named tara they met at a breaking benjamin show a few years ago and this girl was up in illinois she's the one that got the ball rolling she's like hey you guys uh want to meet at the birmingham amphitheater and see breaking benjamin and mg's like sure we'll do it next thing i know birmingham or birmingham birmingham okay no i was telling bell that during the uh sorry i just i'll make it quick uh they were playing rain and blood between seether and breaking benjamin at the show oh yeah and uh I stood up and did the Slayer thing where I just, I turned around and just looked at, fucking the, Slayer on looked at the crowd and screamed yeah. Slayer. And then another guy over here did it. And we were all kind of, there was like a few of us in the crowd that were started, all started. Yeah. Yeah. Started spreading like monkey pox everywhere. We were, we're right? like distance <laughs> high-fiving, you know, it was, it was cool. High-fiving. Anyway, you know what? That's my shirt, shirt, by the way. 
See what it says? Some people just need a high five. In the face. In the face. Yeah. Mark the time. And by the way, talk about a killer side two opener on the cassette. Oh, for sure. I've In fact, it. this could have opened the album. If this would have opened the album, I think it would have blown people's heads off. I got to call my agent. I'll be right back. That's <laughs> code for empty my balls. <laughs> He's going to call his balls while he empties his agent. This is a favorite for me. Oh, yeah. Billy, is any more beer to fridge there? Thank you. Shred. Melody. Love this part. slows down either. No, it doesn't. That's what's so great about it. It's like that that song is just like and go. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, I don't I don't it's funny because do you feel like on some level like we've all kind of like it was always an unspoken kind of like yeah that's kind of maybe the most melodic Slayer record. I mean it's like it's still heavy and it's still dark and it's still Slayer and it's still awesome but it's definitely the most melodic. In terms of me- sheer melody, like the solos, even some of the riffs. Like, yeah. Because a lot of their it's stuff is... It's the most is, commercial one. Yeah, it is. It's So you're saying you agree that it's... Come on. Can you say it? You can't say the words, Bill. I feel like... <laughs> Whoa. <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> and what's next? Uh, oh, Skeletons of... The Society. That's kind of got... Okay. To, to me, it's like... It's funny because it, it's got that poppiness factor to it but it's kind of like like the best way to think about it is okay did they do the black album before the black album was the black album kind of but not really but kind of but kind of but not really but <laughs> if you if you didn't even put that thought in people's heads which after they hear this i mean they'll not be able to not have that thought in their heads but i mean if you never said that people would be like oh yeah it's a fucking slayer it's a killer it's a slayer record but when you listen to all the different levels of like melody and the things that are different about this one relative to the other ones it's just it's just funny how that works out yes sorry a lot of words said about nothing hello doro bye doro doro just walked in from outside shall we hear a little bit of the skeletons society I love the way they built this structure. And feel the groove, man. 
solo <laughs> fragments of what used to be structure about this song was strange too but I like how he did it with the little solos in between yeah. the verses and stuff you can tell that it's right after South yeah they were kind of still heading in that direction yeah. I mean Rain was probably the pinnacle of the crazy fast yeah. dark of, shit of the first two yeah and then kind of starting to move into the I guess yeah. the next period so right. to speak the next one was kind of a grower for me Mark the time. Temptation. Isn't this the one with the vocals on Kinda, separate tracks? Yeah, sort of. It's a little little bizarre. It seems like I read somewhere a long time ago that somebody in the band or the producer, like they liked it a certain way and somebody yeah. liked it a, a different way. A different way. So they played them both? Yeah, so they did them both. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Sometimes that's how you get the coolest shit, though. Tom thought it sounded good one way and Carrie King thought it sounded good. So they did both. I think it's genius. Sometimes you don't realize how things will work. Well, see, that's the thing. Artists do that when they're kind of like, no, we can't do that. It's too weird. Sometimes you find the greatest artistic creations through like an oopsie. Yeah. And this is kind of one of those, because for me, this was definitely a grower, but it's one of my, it's one of my faves now. The shit's like a off-label song off they did. Label. Yeah. Yes. It's instrumental. Slayer instrumental. Not on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was, I mean, it's a great way to like reinforce the lyrical message. Yeah. Play it like that and like that and like that. 
Uh, plus, you know, sing-along style. Right. I mean, you know, if you're putting out, you know, I mean, if you're doing a black album before the black album is the black album, I mean, it's kind of, it's a sing-along kind of, like I mean. It's the row, row, row your boat thing. You know? <laughs> kind of, but it's like their version. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. singing in a round is what it's called. There you maybe. go, Russell. That's, that's a musical fucking smart term. Genius, <laughs> that I learned in kindergarten. <laughs> Genius. Was row, row, row your boat. Rary. Sorry. By the way, I had a, last weekend, I uh, had some edibles and um, homemade. And I, I made the story about the the ROR moment. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, I didn't even think about why it was so hilarious because I was on said edibles and my compadres and friends I was with they got the ROR reference and it said it. And then when they said it, we all three ROR'd like really hard. We ROR'd really hard. Yeah, you did. It was, uh, it was great. You know, we got a bottle of these gummies that are legal in the state of Georgia. CBD Delta 8 ASMR. They're Delta 9. Oh, legal. And, uh, Do you tell Juana? She bought them when she was bartending at the uh, 420 Fest a couple weeks ago. Mm. Really? Yeah. And um, they're tangerine-flavored gummies, tasty little morsels. And um, <laughs> about 45 minutes after eating one, you get stupid. I mean, <laughs> I, I have no idea how something like this could be legal. Because to me, it's a very mild mushroom trip. Mm. I mean, it's... Yeah. <laughs> it's well, pretty fucking heavy. Let's talk together after the show. <laughs> Yeah, you can buy them at the store. Delta nine. They're Delta nine. 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 Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. I thought you was. Number six. Which. Hey. It's only three off. I think Jimmy would say that uh, if six was nine. Somebody, somebody commented on one of our. I think it was the Injustice for All video on YouTube saying, "Does anybody watch this sober?" <laughs> uh, that's what i said yeah. if you do then uh you're a better literally a better person let's just go ahead and say it a better man than we are yeah or person better pronoun that <laughs> no fuck, fuck that, dude. Um, better pronoun i refuse to be an Eng, uh, an english term ever, or a fucking linguistics term the next tune's one of my faves lord of fire god well, this could have been a killer up here too Bass is very present too, you will feel it.
Oh, there's like a breakdown part after the solo that's really killer. notice I've noticed that with most of the songs on this record and even specific with this one go out on a limb hang with me for a second because <sighs> hearing the bass on this got me thinking about South of Heaven and if you listen to South of Heaven the bass isn't quite oh, dude, as yeah. prominent I knew where he's going Hold, shut the fuck up Russell just, where you're wa- going, just wait just wait <laughs> it's not as prominent as on this right they, they were hazing agree? him they Can were we hazing Tom I kind of feel like, okay, y'all get ready. No, I don't have to. I know. <laughs> kind of feel like, okay, so it, it goes on the track, right? So if Rain and Blood is uh, Slayer's Master of Puppets, then South of Heaven is their Injustice for All and Seasons of the Abyss is their Black Album. Good night. Thank you. Do not even drop the mic. I know you're wondering. <laughs> don't, don't fucking do it. You can't. No, not allowed. I wish the, <laughs> I wish the guitar sound from South of Heaven was on this record. Yeah, yeah. I think so. It was it better. Been, it I liked been it better. Fucking killer. It would have been perfect. Yeah, because yeah. this had enough boominess. Because the drums were more boomy yeah. and the bass was more boomy. Like the drums on this one capture like how they were live. Because mm. like when you'd when you'd hear Dave uh, the, Lombardo play, you could feel it in your chest. The drums like, on South of Heaven though were fucking ridiculous. Dude. Yeah, but even on this, they have a little more boom and power just, to I've them. I've always liked the. They're tighter on I've South al- of Heaven. Always liked the production of South of Heaven. They're tighter. Mark the time on South of Heaven. Yeah. Uh, and the last track. And the last track, the only track where I've actually heard it played at a funeral. In fact, to finish out the funeral, no less. Which is probably the coolest feeling about him, too. Probably. Lumpy Bells. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coolest funeral ever. See, this is kind of like back to their progressive Hello Waits type stuff. Sort of. Six and a half minutes. And it's kind of their spilled blood. got that weird creepy hopeless kind of sound to it see that weird it's like creepy yes. but melodic the drum roll go
I mean, that's balls. That's almost like fucking doom metal. Of it. Yeah. I thought you were talking about like having like kind of the spoken part over the sun part. Because vocally, that kind of made some of the South of Heaven stuff heavier. Yeah. Mm, like singing like that, it gives it a weird, extra creepy vibe. This whole high part. Yeah. That sounds like it could be on South Atlanta. Solo, we're at the solo. We gotta get the solo. Guitar hero delay, take one. But he made these faces too. Maybe. Here a moment. Can you a moment part two? Are they going back and forth? Uh, yeah, well, check trade off solos like that. Oh, bring on the pyramids. Yes, word. It's great. And that's the end of Slayer's Black Album. All right, good night. Seasons. We're not going to end it like that. That's the, the end of abyss. Seasons in the Abyss. Favorite uh, track on the album, fellas? Oh, fucking hell. Mine's probably Dead Skin Mask. I do like Born of Fire a lot. I do like Seasons. I like the Titley a lot. 
The uh, thing about this one, I feel like it's I feel like it's one of those complete album work kind of things, you know. Because yeah. they all kind of work together, but favorites yeah. for me, the faster ones. Just, I mean, I like the heavier ones too. I mean, like I like Temptation. I like all of Side Two is front to back awesome. All of Side One is awesome as well. But like, <laughs> what I'm saying is, I guess for me, the faster ones. So like War yeah. Ensemble, Spirit and Black, Hella Point, Born of Fire. Those are for me. Probably War Ensemble is my favorite. Yeah, it's the, pretty awesome on the track on the killer disc. opener. Yeah, I still it still kind of blows me away the amount of medley medley melody in this record. Well, it sounds to me like it's the first one they ever actually wrote guitar solos for. Well, yeah, they got more into the music part of it because I think there was a thing at the time they were talking about they went to like some guitar teachers and took some lessons. And yeah, stuff. I mean, not were, a lot. They were but, always masters of writing riffs. It was, but just they did the, their way, and it was the always dive bomb solos where yeah. it was just kind of noisy. Well, it was usually angular mm-hmm. and weirdly super aggressive and almost like sonic chaos. But then this mm-hmm. one was more like, all right, let's see if we can lock sand off the edges They're a little bit, make it a little more smooth, yeah. you know. <laughs> They what? They're from California. I mean, that's how they talk out there, bro. Oh, sorry. Gas is nine dollars a gallon. I mean, speaking of gas, <laughs> fucking hey, that Thank was you. stereo, dude. <laughs> you know what? That literally sounded like the fart equivalent of Ozzy's vocals on "Behind the Wall Sleep." Yeah. Sort of, kind of, yeah. yeah. If you like that kind of thing, <laughs> trade your body to a corpse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just for fun, I know we're eighty-eight and a half hours in, but. Can we, Season. Hear, can we hear Seasoning the Obese? <laughs> I kind of want to because I've never heard it. <laughs> you haven't heard it? No. Oh, Russell. Didn't know it existed. Oh, it's fucking beautiful. It's right there on Spotify. Right there. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Okay. I was going to say, I'm, I might actually have that one. Oh, on your personal yes. playlist? I believe I do. Oh, it's but. not green. The fucks? It's not green? No. Well, oh. it's dark green. It's not light green. Oh, I don't. sorry. I don't. I need to fucking. Dirty twats. Well, they are. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I kind of like them when they're dirtier, though. Oh boy, you know. So you're the, you're much more run run well, a mile around the block and come see me. I like me kinda tang, go. man. I'm not gonna lie. Not wow. just poon, but I mean, I like the tang tangy. That's wow. what I'm saying. If I was gonna have a wing sauce, that would be what it would be called, or a wing flavor. Run around the block a mile. Fucking hey, dude. Do you think people would buy pussy wings? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Oh boy. Woo. All right. That was good. Close strong. We could shut her down right now and not even not even miss a beat. That was awesome. (laughs) Oh boy. Oh boy. Here we go. Awesome. Here we go. Gotta hear it to the end too. Because it's great.
Kind of tangential is not really, but kind of is, but uh, eh, yeah, a little bit, a yeah. little bit. If you like that kind of, and it was some fun. Anyway, that was fucking fun. Thank you guys for joining us for this uh, dive into. Let's just let's. The more look, the more we say it, the less it hurts. Okay. Wait. Let's see what Napoleon. Hold thinks. on. Okay. Uh, he's right, probably there, right. There you but, have it, folks. Um, thank you for joining us on this dive into Slayer's Black Album uh, seasoning. Seasoning the abyss. Fucking fella. a seasons in the abyss. Damn, I'm all twanglified and fucked up. It's not really fucked up. Seasons in the black. Seasons in the fuck black. Dude, if they re-release it, that's what they should call it. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. in the black abyss. In the black abyss. That's too. That's too album. descriptive. In the black abyss album. Oh, we're gonna get so much hate for this. <laughs> you know, no, we're not. They know it. They it's know a, we're right. It's way better than the black album. It's it is way better than the black album. But you know what? Let's be real. It is kind of Slayer's black album. <laughs> but we still love it. Yes. And we love it despite that. And you know what? We've, we've had some new insights, I think, with this record. Listen to it now versus mm-hmm. listening to it when we were teenagers. Babies. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us. And until the next. Until the next. Uh, we're either going to give Russell or Piper the last word. Piper. Speak. Hi, everybody. This is Gazer, the butler. <laughs> You're listening to Metal Nerdery. Go buy this shit at metalnerdery.com slash merch. I've got to go get merely some more pasta sauce. Mm. You can also go to metalnerdery.com slash episodes, a podcast, or whatever the fuck it's called today. Right. But now I've got to go write some songs and resurrect John, Paul, George, and Ringo. Anyway. I think it's the nuts in my mouth that made me forget. I mean, I'm I'm flexible. 
and yet they slipped it in so easy. All right, I love this one. I love it. The next one was kind of a grower for me. Educational purposes. For educational and instructional purposes only. What? I fucking love you. <laughs> sure, it's a whole twelve, Russell. That shit wore my ass out. It's three holes. I'm out. My balls fell asleep. It's all bullshit. There's no moon. We ROR'd really hard. 